Hi, this is Christy Sheenshang of Flair Confidence, and today we have Patty Brisbane, the founder and chairwoman of Pure Romance, a direct sales company that holds in-home parties focused on intimacy products. She founded the company in the early 90s from the basement of her suburban Cincinnati home. In the beginning, Patty did everything. She packed orders, shipped the products, planned the parties, and signed up new consultants, all while raising her four children on her own. Over the last two decades, her hard work paid off as pure romance grew into what became her dream. A place where women could take control of their financial futures while raising their families. In 2000, Patty's son, Chris Ciccinelli, joined Pure Romance as a CEO, helping his mother grow the company from $3 million in annual revenue to more than $200 million in 2016. Thank you for joining us today, Patty. Thank you. I love your blog tagline is inspiring women to live with poise, flair, and purpose. Tell me what that means to you. Uh, for women to, to be able to live the life that they choose to live and for women to be able to make decisions that they can, they feel empowered to make decisions for themselves. Um, so that's, that's where it came yeah. From. Well, in your bio where it said that you help women have that financial security to be able to do what they're passionate about by being a consultant for you. I mean, that's wonderful. That's empowering that you've allowed however many consultants you have. We have right now currently around 35,000 consultants. Um, so, yes, yeah, so a lot of women who come on board with us are women just like myself in the beginning who wants to have, wanted to have quality time with their family. Uh, they did not want to be owned by corporate America, mm -hmm. and they really wanted to... Um, provide a safe environment for women to gather and to be able to ask questions and they wanted to be a part of that so and so that they can have time for themselves and with their family Which and make great so money critical. absolutely yeah well, and to be with their children at different ages of different stages of life but feel like they are you know providing for their family and giving more to the family than just working in a company and climbing a corporate ladder. Exactly. You know, that's the beauty of this business. When you own and operate your business, you can set your own hours. And so, therefore, that's what I loved about it. If my children had an event at school, um, I was able to attend. And there was not that pressure on me on, am I going to make it on time? So I could schedule everything in that I needed to. So, yes. And I heard that all four of your children are in the company now. So this is a truly family-owned business? It's a truly family-owned business. So my oldest son is the CEO of the company. Um, and then the uh, next son has just stepped away for a bit. And what he's doing is he really loves the um, more of the uh, entertainment business. So he's involved in that right now. Um, and then the third son actually uh, runs the back end of the business. So he spends a lot of time in Canada, um, helping Canada to be up and running. Uh, and then uh, my daughter, who is a consultant and a high school English teacher. Fantastic. Yeah. Which is nice since you also have the grassroots of her really knowing what the consultants are feeling as new products roll out, as new technology rolls out. Exactly. She give you a front line. She, and she does. <laughs> and she does. Does she get, take privilege of that, knocking on your door and saying, Mom, this needs to be fixed? You know, I think we all have very open discussions. And I have a board of women that the products go out to. And let me tell you something. These women uh, are 
tops in the company, and they review these products. They're the ones that are out there and uh, making sure that the women that are purchasing these products, that it's suitable for them. Um, so I love the board, uh, you know, because the board brings a lot of great information to the table for us. What are women looking for? I don't, I'm, I don't have the advantage to be out there with women anymore doing the parties. Um, so I, I depend on them mm -hmm. to bring this to the table for us so I can make sure that we're on point with what we're, we're, what we're working on next. So. And as your products have gone from more of a personal use to really cancer survivors and helping people who are um, with medical conditions, correct? does your board also go and talk to hospitals and practices? And a lot of them. So we bring a lot of physicians in to train our consultants so they can go out into their own communities. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and work in their own communities helping women. You know, especially women who have gone through cancer treatment or pain disorders who are really struggling and think that there's not hope at the end of at the end of the tunnel. And those women, our, our consultants are really there to support those women and say, you know what, it might not be what you remembered with your significant other. Um, but let me tell you something, if you stay in this, if you work hard and you um, don't give up, you know, it can even be better than what you ever anticipated it being. So they're, you know, they hold your hand and they cross over with you. They help you. Which is so wonderful for your end user, but also for your consultant that you've empowered them to really learn something they didn't even know. They could go to any direct sales company, but exactly. you're, you're empowering them to really be knowledgeable. I did not want this to be about a sale of a product. What I wanted to do is I fell in love with this business from the very beginning, not because I knew everything. I knew nothing about this product when I got started in this. Um, I had not even you know, looked at a bedroom accessory. I was really naive about what lubricants were all about. I, but, you know, I fell in love that night that I started this business because I fell in love with the women because they were so hungry for information. And so, therefore, that's what I wanted this to be. I wanted it to be a safe platform where women could gather and they could ask questions and they can know more about themselves and they can make decisions that were right for their for their themselves and their significant other, so that was the most important thing for me. Um, it wasn't so much the product is always going to sell itself, uh, but I want them. You know, I wanted them to be knowledgeable, and and thank thank you that we've had great physicians that have come in and have spoken to our consultants, really um, helping them with that as they go do their parties and work in their communities. Was there a point in your, as you're building the company, as you're starting the company, that you knew you were onto it? Was that day one? Was that year two? Was it a certain financial um, point? Or no, there was never a financial point. It was just, you know, I think it had a lot to do with seeing women excited. Are seeing women when you're at the parties, you have that aha moment. Are the women who comes into the ordering room, and I hear this all the time from my consultants, and this is what they say. You know, I never had any intention on buying anything. I didn't think this was for me. But you know what, oh my gosh, I learned so much here tonight. You know, I really can see where this could benefit. I think this could be fun in our relationship. And yes, it has gotten, it's become boring and I want to spice it up. And so it's very permission-based. That, that's how I see it, very permission-based. So 
I, I, I think still having those aha moments and hearing the consultants come and tell you their stories, I know we're it's on the right track. It is. Terrific. So let's switch gears just a little bit. The financial engine from Pure Romance has allowed you to open your personal foundation, right. which is, has allowed for a lot of great research. Can you, are you privy to tell us some of the research that has come back? Well, let me tell you how this got started. So as the company was growing and getting bigger, I started working with Indiana University. And so working with Indiana, Uni Indiana University, I found that we started having a lot of complex questions. A lot of women, and I've always told my consultants, if you're out there and somebody asks you a question that you do not have the answer for, don't just make up something. Mm -hmm. Bring them back to us, we'll take it to our researchers, we'll ask them about it. What I had found was there was so little research done in women's sexual health that I felt ashamed as a woman. And I thought, I don't want to watch my daughter struggle through this or my granddaughters right. or the generations thereafter. Right. And so therefore, I wanted to bring something to the table where we could get more research because I felt like our physicians deserved to have that, not just give it, give it a name, but also be able to give it a treatment plan. And so therefore, that's how the foundation became a foundation, is that I had an army of women that I knew that we're going to be out there every single night working with other women. And, you know, sometimes pain disorders or, you know, cancer treatment, some of those things can be very shameful, and you don't want to talk about it because you don't feel like anybody else can relate to it, especially if they're not going through with it in that room. Mm -hmm. But everybody knows somebody that has gone through cancer treatment. And, you know, you know working with our researchers, it really it struck a chord with me that I really wanted to get that, get out there and really help uh, in that area because I fell in love with all the women that come to the parties mm -hmm. and I felt they deserved it, you know, and I never want to see any family member of mine or yours or anybody else's have to struggle with information. Well, and you inspired me when you shared your, the opportunities you're doing in South Africa, having gone on a mission trip myself and seeing just... We live in an amazing world here in America. We have every opportunity available. And just by coincidence, right, we are just fortunate that we were born here and that they, we have sisters across the world from us that aren't as lucky. And you're just doing amazing, terrific things. You know, I, we've been so fortunate that we've had so many wonderful people come uh, to the Patty Brisbane Foundation for Women's Sexual Health with wonderful grants. And one of them that we were able to grant within the last two years is one that is called Topsy. And so this one is in uh, South Africa, and we've been able to provide a lot of information um, in regards to uh, treatment plans where they have been able to go in and see um, um, with TB screenings of 284, mammogram referrals, 21 breast examinations, 278 breast examinations, and just in-home care, you know, where home base, where mm -hmm. doctors, nurses have come in, there's been over 2,552. So I'm... Which were probably, these are first-time occurrences for these adult women, would be right. my guess. Yes. They've never had this happen before. Correct. And, you know, I, um, you know, one of the... One of the stories that really hit home with me was a woman who um, came in and she was, 
you know, having trouble breathing. Her mother brought her in. They, she had been to, you know, several other clinics there, and they could not find what was going on with her. And they, they gave her an x-ray and found out that she had TB. And so, therefore, if this woman would have continued and not had any type of treatment, she would have died. So, something that is treatable. Yes, yeah. something that's treatable. So, yes, we are very lucky people. We're very fortunate people that we live here and that we have wonderful physicians. But I'm also very proud that now we can be a part of what's happening in other parts of the world. I love that. Well, I love yeah. that about this corporation, that you're using your generosity and you're spreading it. Yeah. But you know what? I think that it, you have to share. You have to give back. You have to give back, even if it's in your, you know, in your community and outside of your community, because it's just not women in Cincinnati, Ohio, that come to parties. It's women all over the world, and so you know, I, I, that's what I want to do. I want to continue to give back to women. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, as an entrepreneur myself, I have been. Pleasantly surprised, like encouraged so much by other women volunteering to help me in every aspect of my business and just opening doors for me, introducing me to people, um, just in a way that is just so beautiful. Like right. I was a finance person before this, and it was a much more cutthroat world. Are there any women in your life that um, you can just share just how they've been able to raise you up on the lower days or just mentored you or supported you in ways that... Surprised well, you as well. I've always been, you know, surrounded by strong, independent women. And, you know, one of them was my grandma, Joel, um, who really, you know, had told me, you know, Patty, from, from a little girl, you were creating your dreams. And so, and she would always point her little finger at me and tell me, there's nothing that you can't do. You can do anything you set your mind to, you know, but never give up. So, and that was kind of, you know, my mother, too. Um, you know, who has said, you know, continue dreaming your dream and living it. You know, I don't think in the beginning she thought that this was the business for me. She was very surprised and taken back and really didn't, just kind of stood back because she didn't understand it. And I remember um, she went to a party with me one night, uh, not because she wanted to, it was because I told her I had car problems. And that night when we left, I rem I'll vividly remember her putting her hand over my hand and saying, oh, my gosh, I learned so much from you tonight. And she said, those women love you, and those women respect you, and you provided so much wonderful information to them. And so she said, I will never feel the way I feel again. Uh -huh. And she said, I'm proud of what you do. And um, so, yeah. You know, a lot of people who don't understand think that we're just selling toys, um, really need to do their homework and find out what we are giving back to the community, how we are empowering women to take control of their bodies and making decisions on what happens. Um, and women who are able to be stay-at-home moms um, and still making a, a great living. Right. Yeah. It's wonderful. Thank you. Talk to me about confidence, because you are completely confident here today. I'm sure there are days that you weren't. But how do you help oh. build confidence into your staff or into your family? You know what? Here's one of the things I tell my consultants and I tell my staff. Do something every single day that scares you to death. Because once you get through that barrier, you, you know what? That, that is, you're building confidence. And there's so many times that you can... You, you take a step back because you feel like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And so 
you know, like today, I really, you know, podcasts are not my thing. You're amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got this down. <laughs> but, you know, again, it's an opportunity, and I have to look at it that way. It's an opportunity to get my message out. It's an opportunity for somebody else to have that moment where I didn't know about this company. So doing something every day that scares you, that takes you out of your comfort zone, that helps you build confidence. I completely agree. Yeah. One last question for you. Sure. So I feel as women, there are definitely days we know we're walking into either a board meeting, um, if you're an attorney, like going into court, or maybe it's the stay-at-home mom right before the kids get off the bus that you are armored up, like you are prepared because you know it's going to be a tough day. Right. What does Patty do? So, you know what, I am one of those people who probably um, over-practice, number one. You know, I make sure that I am prepared. And you know what, I just go in and I, you know, look up at the sky and I just say, let me do the best job I possibly can. That's all I can do. It's just like a lion. You know, it's a racehorse, actually. <laughs> you know, where I just put the blinders on and I move forward. Just go. Just go. That's fabulous. Yeah. Thank you, Patty. It's been wonderful having you on. Thank our you. Podcast today. This is wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. We'll talk yeah. soon. Yes. In two weeks, when Flair has John Sanchez, veteran and officer of the U.S. Navy SEALs teams, and current speaker on team development, leadership, and innovation. Take a look at flareconfidence.com to see how we can consult and train your employees around engagement and retention through sales, networking, first impressions, and work-life balance.